Howdy folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Utari and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, what I'm referring to is growth in our relationship with God and in our relationships with one another. What I'd like to do in this episode today is once again continue on this path of a statement that Jesus made saying, blessed or fortunate and to be envied, to be like the talk of the town, fortunate, to be envied because God has determined to give his blessing his abundant supply of his goodness upon those who are peacemakers. And also, the reputation that they have is going to lead to them being called children or sons of God. Jesus said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Powerful, powerful, powerful statement. Other by itself, it's one of those statements that just, when you stop and think about it, on the outside or on the surface, it sounds rather simple. People that are nice to people, God's going to be happy with them and good things are going to happen to them. Be nice to people. Be make peace. You know, make peace. Be peacemaker. Don't ruffle feathers. And if you see people getting upset, try not to make them upset. Be a peacemaker, you know, uh, all that, which that's not what Jesus is talking about. That kind of work will lead you to more anxiety than you can handle by trying to be a peacekeeper, because that's what that is. A peacekeeper leads to a bunch of stuff, codependency, it just ulcers, headaches, nervous issues, it just really, really, really breaks the person down because we can't do it and God's not in it. Peacemaking is different. Making peace is literally having God's peace, the peace that God walks in, in us, and then from within us being demonstrated to the world that we live in around us. We are called to be atmosphere 
changers. <laughs> making peace, making the atmosphere conducive for God to demonstrate his kingdom in. Because his kingdom functions in the realm of peace. Peace comes from God because peace is in God. God lives in peace. There is no strife or striving or efforts in God to make something happen. He's not anxious about things because things aren't happening. He is in peace. He lives in it. He projects it. It emanates from him. It oozes from him. When you touch God, peace comes out. That's what we are called to be like, to be like God, to have that much peace in us that we make a place peace. That's like Jesus talking to the wind and the waves and making them obey him, telling the wind and the waves, you are out of line, come back in order. Like a school teacher telling students that are unruly, get back in order. Telling spirits that are unruly, get back in order and get out of here. They don't belong in the kingdom of heaven. Evil spirits don't belong in the kingdom of heaven, nor does blindness, nor does being lame. Now, a person who is blind, does that make them something that is outside of God's love? Of course not. It just means that the blindness itself, not the person, the blindness itself will not exist in God's kingdom. And so when we see manifestations of God's kingdom touch us in earth like it is in heaven, we start seeing miracle signs and wonders because that is in the atmosphere of God's kingdom. He makes things right. That's what making peace is. Peacemaking is having things restored to order like they were intended to be. Not out of order, not in chaos. Peacemaking, changing the atmosphere. That's so powerful. When we all get a grasp on that, the magnitude of what that is intended to be and will be on the face of this earth is nothing more than life-changing. It will cause worldviews, the way that people think and see the world, to change, to shift, to shift from a carnal mindset to a divine mindset because God's nature will have been imparted to those who believe and become born again. There is a massive movement of God's spirit that is taking place on the face of the earth right now, and we are called to be peacemakers and known as God's children. The only way that people can say they can define us is by their searching and saying, you're like God's children, you bring peace. You bring an atmosphere in this place that is different than what it was before. Healing. The woman who got caught in adultery, Jesus changed the atmosphere from that chaotic place to one of compassion and understanding and freedom. Powerful. The kingdom of God. There is no room in the kingdom of God for adultery, so he removed it. Not the person, but adultery. Now, recently, I heard in my heart the Lord saying to me, David, I want you to live your life at the speed of shalom, 
<laughs> like, that sounds that sounds pretty cool. Speed of Shalom. Travel at the speed of Shalom. Do your things out of the environment of Shalom. Nothing out of strife. Uh, do the work out of Shalom and out of righteousness and out of joy. Let those things rule in you and you will see the kingdom of God demonstrated because that is what makes up the kingdom of God in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, peace, and joy. Those components are more than just words. They are presence. The presence of peace. The presence of righteousness. The presence of joy. The presence of where you can feel it. So the other day, I heard that, right? And I began to look at the word shalom. And it's a huge word, like aloha in Hawaiian. It carries with it so many different meanings. But one of the meanings was, again, bringing a calm presence into an environment that is chaotic and restoring that environment to its original form of things being right. Like, in essence, the Garden of Eden, having dominion, having control, taking charge. We are called to take charge like the sons of God or like those who are part of the heavenly host that have responsibilities over areas, we are called to be like that, having responsibility and oversight over areas. Can you imagine someone who has the ability to bring peace? A group of people with the heart to bring peace to a city? Let's start with the house. Houses all over our communities, all over our city, all over our country, all over our countries, houses that are full of the Holy Spirit, not just buildings where we all get together in, but houses that we live in that we can get a, you know, a few people in, 10, 20, 30, or pack it out, I don't know, but houses, houses all over the place that are just bursting with the life stream of God's Spirit and His peace residing there. This is another tidbit that I'd like to pass on for all of us, but once again, especially if you have a responsibility as a leader, don't get drawn into a hectic schedule where you are being pulled in a hundred different directions and the stress and the anxiety and the needs of people begin to wear you thin because you are too busy doing too many things and you are distracted, the stress has ruled you more than anything else. Needs are driving you versus the passion of serving God driving you. The compelling needs of people are overcoming you. It's important now to step back and say, stop. Be yourself, stop. Say, be still, my soul. Tell yourself, stop. Be still, my soul, and know that God is God. Be still. Tell the wind and the waves, be still. Tell all that commotion, be still. And know that God is God, not these things. 
Those things aren't God. Those are not the things that called you into ministry. Stress did not call you into ministry. Being overcommitted did not call you into ministry. God called you into ministry. And when he did, he called you into ministry out of his love, out of his peace, out of his heart of compassion, not out of stress, worry, anxiety. In all reality, God doesn't need us. And he's not putting pressure on us. He's leading us and propelling us. The other stuff is once <laughs> it wants to. People do. Other powers do. They want to drive us, compel us, pull us, push us. God is not doing that. He's never done that. That is not God. He travels. He walks. He ministers out of the speed of shalom. Minister out of the speed of peace. The pace, P-A-C-E of P-E-A-C-E. -E. Pace of peace. The pace of peace. That surpasses all of our understanding and keeps our hearts and our minds focused in on Jesus. Now that's the peace that has called us into ministry because that peace has a presence and that presence is the presence of the Lord. Do not let stress and anxiety and the pressures of other people compel you or try to produce within you the compulsion or the overcommitment to try to meet those needs. You're not going to do it. You couldn't do it. And even if you could, you wouldn't do a very good job at it. That work is the work of the Holy Spirit and he can divvy it up amongst 70 other people. Be still. Be still. Be shalom. Be at peace. Be at peace. Not do at peace. Not think at peace. Not talk at peace. Be at peace. Be in relationship with God. Not do relationship with God. Not talk about relationship with God. Not think about relationship with God, but be in a relationship with God. Be at peace. Be a peacemaker. Blessed are the peacemakers. Matthew chapter 5, verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. Let's pray. Father, Right here, this is a good spot. This is a great spot for us to stop right now and pray. And to be still. Thank you. And to know that you are Yahweh. You are Jehovah. You are Almighty God. You are I Am. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. God Almighty, who was and is and is to come, heaven and earth are filled with your glory. Father, we love you. I love you. We need you. I need you. I thank you that you respond. What do I need you for? God, your peace. I need and want your peace. 
So I will be still, and I will know that you are God, and that you are a giver of good things. You give. Thank you for giving us, and thank you for forgiving us, forgiving us so that we can receive what you give us. You saw ahead of time that we need to be cleansed, so you gave us cleansing so that you could give us your life. You can live within us because you've cleansed us from the inside out. Lord, I thank you. I ask that you would strengthen the strengthen the hearts and minds of those who are listening. And for those who are in a place of leadership, that you would cause there to be a peace, a shalom, a depth, that they could be atmosphere changers. That when they preach and they teach, the room would be filled with a unique atmosphere. That would be your presence, your shalom. You'd bring things into order. Your presence would bring things into order. Your presence would bring about unity. Your presence would stop people in their tracks and cause people to take note of who you are. Thank you, Lord, that your love is so strong that at times the only way to express it is to express it with as much passion and intensity. And at other times, Lord, with a whisper and a sigh and a pleasure just of saying, Lord, I want I want more of you. I want to know you more so that I can offer up to you more and you can rain down more, that we can fill up the cloud so it can rain down. Fill up the cloud with praise. Praise your name, Lord. Honor you so it would rain down peace in our midst, Lord. Cause us to be people of prayer, people of worship, intercession, obedience, honoring you, but more than anything right now that we would have the ability to make peace in your name and it would glorify you. So that the things we do would be out of peace, not out of stress. Out of peace. Compassion can come out of peace, not of obligation. Peace, Lord. I thank you and honor you and pray these things like Jesus praying with his passion, his heart, his name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, folks, I love you. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, please feel free to drop us a line at lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. That's lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We will get back in touch with you. In the meantime, God bless you. Adios, amigos.